When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to the podcast. In this historical perspective of OBGYN in history, we will cover the fascinating case of Ignis Samwise and how history dubbed him the savior of women. This is the story of a man whose ideas could have saved a lot of lives and spared countless numbers of women and newborns feverish and agonizing deaths. The year was 1846, and our would-be hero is a Hungarian doctor named Ignes Samowice. Doctors like Samowice were no longer thinking of illnesses as an imbalance caused by bad air or evil spirits. They looked instead to anatomy. Autopsies became more common, and doctors got interested in numbers and collecting data. The young Dr. Samowice was no exception. When he showed up for his new job at the maternity clinic at the General Hospital in Vienna, he started collecting some data of his own. Samowice wanted to figure out why so many women in maternity wards were dying from puberal fever, commonly known as childbed fever. Samowice studied two maternity wards in the hospital. One was staffed by all male doctors and medical students, and the other was staffed by female midwives. He counted the number of deaths on each ward. When Samowice crunched the numbers, he discovered that women in the clinic staffed by doctors and medical students died at a rate nearly five times higher than women who were taken care of in the midwife clinic. But why? Samwise went through different ideas between the two wards, trying to rule out potential causes. Right away, he discovered a big difference between the two clinics. Now, in the midwives' clinics, women who gave birth on their sides. In the doctors' clinics, women gave birth on their backs. So he had the women in the doctors' clinic give birth on their sides. But the result was no difference in the death rate. Then, Samwise noted that whenever someone on the ward died of childbed fever, a priest would slowly walk through the corridors, past the women's beds, and with an attendant, he would ring a bell. At this time, Samwise theorized that the priest and the bell ringing was so terrifying to the women after birth that they developed a fever, got sick, and died. So Samwise had the priest change his routine and ditch the bell. But the result, still no change in the maternal death rate. By now, Samuel Weiss was frustrated, so he took a leave from his hospital duties and traveled to Venice, 
When Samwise got back to his hospital, some upsetting news awaited for him. One of his dear colleagues, a pathologist, had fallen ill and died while he was away. Now, it was a common occurrence for physicians to come across some illness, especially when taking care of the sick. This often happened, though, more to pathologists. Now, there was nothing new about the way that he died. He pricked his finger while doing an autopsy on someone who had died from chow bed fever. And then he got very sick himself, and the pathologist died. Samwise studied the pathologist's symptoms and realized the pathologist died from the same thing as the woman he had autopsied. And that was a revelation. Chow bed fever wasn't something only women in childbirth got sick from. It was something other people in the hospital could get sick from as well. But it still didn't answer Samwise's original question. Why were more women dying from childbed fever in the doctor's clinic than in the midwife's clinic? Okay, so here's the revelation. The big difference between the doctor's ward and the midwife's ward is that the physicians and the medical students were doing autopsies between deliveries, whereas the midwives weren't. So Samwise hypothesized that the cadaverous particles, that's little particles of cadavers, were being stuck on the hands of the physicians and the medical students, and they were somehow transferring that to the mother and their babies as they attended the deliveries. If Samwise's hypothesis was correct, getting rid of those cadaverous particles should cut down on the death rate from childbirth fever. So he ordered his medical staff to start cleaning their hands and instruments, not just with soap, but with a chlorine solution. Now, chlorine, as we know today, is about the best disinfectant there is. But Samwise didn't know anything yet about germs because germ theory had not yet been proposed. He chose a chlorine because he thought it would be the best way to get rid of any lingering smell that was left on the physician's and medical student's hands after doing the autopsies. Now, when he imposed this, the rate of childbed fever fell dramatically. Now, what Samwise had discovered in his time is something that still holds true today. Hand washing is one of the most important tools in public health. So you'd think everybody would be thrilled Samwise had solved the problem, but they weren't thrilled. For one thing, doctors were upset because Samwise's hypothesis made it look like they were the ones giving childbed fever to the women. And Samwise was not very tactful. He publicly berated people who disagreed with him and made some influential enemies. Eventually, the doctors gave up on the chlorine hand washing and returned to their ways. And Samwise, well, he lost his job at the hospital. Samwise kept trying to convince doctors in other parts of Europe to wash their hands with chlorine. But no one would listen to him and they labeled him kind of a kook. Even today, convincing healthcare providers that hand washing should be taken seriously is sometimes a challenge. Now, over the years, Samwise got angrier and eventually even strange. As he became a little awkward in his later years, there's been speculation that he actually developed a mental condition brought on possibly by untreated syphilis or even Alzheimer's. And in 1865, when he was only 47 years old, Ignace Samwise was committed to a mental asylum. Now, the sad end to the story is that Samwise was probably beaten in the asylum and eventually he died of sepsis, a potentially fatal 
fatal complication of an infection in the bloodstream. Basically, the same disease Samwise fought so hard to prevent in those women who died from childbed fever. So there you have it, the tragic tale of Ignaz Samuels, a physician ahead of his time, who had inadvertently discovered that bacteria on the hands of the caregivers were being transferred to the women in labor and to their children, thereby causing childbirth fever. It wasn't until about 20 years after his death that germ theory became accepted in medicine. Ignaz Samuels, history has dubbed him the savior of women. So thank you, Dr. Simon Weiss, for thinking outside of the box and for helping change the face of medicine. Well, that wraps up our quick session. We'll see you next time on Dr. Chapa's Clinical Pearls.